Oh, hello, hello, hello. I just want to welcome you back. Thank you for tuning in. This is your girl, Anita Frederick. Thank you for tuning in to my station, to my episode, where it's all about truth and laugh, uh, where we talk about anything between how to be resilient. We talk about finances. We talk about marriage. We talk about love. We talk about plans. We talk about anything between life that help us become resilient and become successful, grow in life as mothers, as women. So I want to welcome you to my new episode and I look forward in chatting with you. So enough of this intro, let's get into it. Um, before I sign off, or I just want to let you know, if you're ever thinking about just contributing or helping or want to support in some kind of way, donations are available. You can look at the bottom of this link of this episode and you could just do a donation to Venmo or cash app or uh, just supporting on instagram just saying hi would do a great play we just we just know that someone is watching this and knowing that someone is listening would be so helpful hello hello welcome 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 again it's my girl it's your girl anita fredericks um i want to really take this time to welcome you to my new episode. I am going to be sharing some things that I learned about some habits, uh, several habits of a financially smart woman. Um, I have went to um, a webinar and this were some topics they were talking about that I took some notes and I just wanted to share with you. Hopefully it will help some women out there to really um, take control about their finances. So Usually, as women, one thing we always forget is taking control of our finances or knowing how to manage our money. And it becomes a thing when something of uh, something happens to us or, or, or a strategy or uh, an emergency happens and we don't have like a backup plan. We don't have a way to get ourselves out of the hole. And usually it takes a while, you know, things could happen. You could lose your job or you're starting a business and you don't have the funds to, to support your business or some kind of emergency with your kid or something that may happen that you don't have that financially um, backup plan. And, you know, uh, in the webinar, there were a few things and tips they were giving us that really I want to share. I want to be able to help another woman to understand that you could be able to do this on your own. Um that it just takes a little bit of a planning and to be able to secure your bag to have some kind of a backup plan it will help you in case of anything so you don't have to just rely on other sources if you're married and you you know depending on what kind of spouse you have some spouses do not support their women or help their women financially it's very 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 valuable to just have that plan in place so the first one is first habit is to be able to have a financial planning. If you need to seek some kind of help, um, find some kind of someone that could be able to financially plan your way out of the debt that you have right now, I'll give you some kind of advice because knowledge is really key. Then when you know the books, what you know, what you have. So if you know how much debt you have, 
then you could start working on something because there's transparency. You have transparency in front of you to work with. So once you know exactly what that you have and what you're working with, you know how to deal with it. Okay. And sometimes it might just take seeking help. It might just take just um, seeking some kind of advice from someone to be able to let you know that you're going in the right directions um, and that you're not alone. Um, so it's very, very important to be able to just seek some kind of a, a, a financial expert, coach, advisor, taxes, tax preparer, uh, an accountant that will be able to tell you this is where you're lacking, this is what you need help in, how to get out of debt where you are. Because once you know what you, where you are, you are transparent and you have a plan. You could be able to get out of whatever situation you are in and where you are right now, okay? So the second thing, second habit is creating a beautiful uh, budget. I love when they love this because I use this in some of my coaching call is called creating a beautiful budget for yourself. Whatever works for you may not work for somebody else. So you want to make sure you create a beautiful budget, meaning that a budget that works for you. If you okay spending $300 every month, and you're comfortable with that, and you know exactly what you're spending that money towards, that's yours, that's your plan, okay? Nobody could take that away from you. That's what you work with, that's your budget. That's, it's simple for you. So I would usually say create an Excel sheet. Very simple, keep it simple. Don't go through trying to get an app or trying to um, sit, you know, do something real fancy. Just keep it simple. You could find an app if that works for you. But a simple Excel sheet, what I do for me that keeps me aligned is I will take all my receipts for the whole month. I always save my receipts, even gas. Anything that I purchase that I get a receipt, I save it. Uh, kids entertainment. If we go anywhere, whatever I purchase for that month, I keep it in a little envelope. At the end of the month, I put it in an Excel sheet to tally it out. So we went to dinner, we went to kids entertainment, we went to things that I purchased like gas, how much I spent gas on, what I spent on Amazon, um, things that I spent on my business. I make sure I tally it and keep Keep a budget. So each month I know where I'm spending my money, where is my money going, where's my finances going, what I need to allocate it to, what I need to work on. Because as women, we need to also take care of ourselves. We need to take care of ourselves, our nails, you know, look good, dig our hair. And those are really important. So keeping a budget so you know how much you spend on certain areas will help you. Will help you so you know are you overspending or or do you need to reallocate those subscription funds or some money to something else or how to save for a rainy day or for emergency fund credit card control number three making sure that you have a credit card control you could control when and where you spend your credit cards on uh, credits is good credit card is very good it's just depending what credit card are you using 
with the APR, the the APR rate, and I use is it a good credit or a bad credit? So um, I had challenged myself for two years not to purchase anything on my credit card. That was really tough because it was tough because uh, I was unemployed. I got just recently got laid off and business was slow. So <laughs> most times when certain things happen, when you don't have anything saved up, you don't have a rainy day, you didn't plan your finances, you end up dipping into your credit card. And, and that is the last thing you want to get into because no matter what, you still have to pay that credit card part back. And it has a lot of interest rates in it. So you want to be confident enough that you could do without credit cards. So when I said I did a conscious uh, decision that for two years, I'm not going to purchase anything, any clothes, because it's not necessary for me. We were home. We were home from the pandemic. So I wasn't really going anywhere. So there was no reason for me to go purchase any clothes because I already have clothes. So what I did is just... I put the credit cards away and worked on each credit card, paying off each credit card. I used the money, rolled it over to the next credit card and paid off that credit card. So, you know, sometimes I, you know, you go on Instagram, you get this um, instant gratification of that you need to purchase or you need to look like other people when they're showing the, you know, they're showing them with the time bags, they're showing what they have and you just feel like you left out or they have this nice brand. I made a conscious a, a decision for myself that it's not necessary. It's not necessary to have those stuff. It is good to have good qualities because you want to buy something of quality and buy it once and have it for a long time. But before you go out and purchase those things, it's better for you to have control of your credit card. It's better for you to have um, control what you have. Make sure your bag is correct. Make sure your house is in order. Okay. So once you, you know, because I see a lot of people walking around with like expensive bags and that's nice. That's beautiful. But they don't have at least a hundred dollars in the bag. So if you're carrying an expensive bag and you don't have more than $200 or $500 in your bag, it it's really makes no sense for you carrying the bag, okay? So make sure you have your credit card in control. Number four is game plan for your debt. Um, she always have a game plan for her debts. You are blessed in so many ways. You're blessed from where you are right now. You're blessed from the skill sets that you have. You're blessed with beyond words. When you start acknowledging and accepting where you are right now, you, you acknowledge what you have done to yourself. And you start accepting that, you know what? You, you are responsible for your own self. Nobody else is. So you're responsible and accountable for yourself. You're accountable for the mistakes you've done. You need to start doing things in a smart kind of way. So have a game plan. When I mean a game plan is you have skills, you are knowledgeable, you're creative. So use those skills to start using them to be able to create you some kind of income. Um, use the smart skills to be able to help someone else in a situation, similar situation that you have got out of to be able to create income. So 
a lot of people say you will ask me to coach them and I'm going to tell them, frankly, I will not coach you for free. I will give you maybe some kind of advice and serve you, but I'm not going to coach you for free. I'm going to coach you for some kind of, you know, some service because anywhere you go, even if you go to Walmart, anywhere you go, once you even walk into anywhere, you are bound to pay for it. So even if it's $10, $100, you you need to pay for it. So if you need me to help you the best way I could help you and give you my 100%, you need to pay me for my services. I'm not asking for much because I have resources and skill set that I could willingly help you, but I need to be paid for my time. So it's an exchange. It's just an exchange. It's an exchange. Um, it's just an exchange. It's exchange for my service. It's exchange for my time. It's exchange for my advice. And you will see your growth. I'm not guaranteeing you, but I'm what I'm giving you is the things that's going to get you out of the situation that you are in right now. So you, as a woman, as a smart woman, have some kind of skill set, has something of value to help somebody else, even me. So why don't you get paid for it? Why don't you use that to help somebody else and get paid for it? Uh, start as small. Start as small. Start as part-time because that is 100% going to be your money. Nobody's going to tax it from you. Nobody is going to ask you to take Social Security out of it. Nobody's going to ask you to um, pay any federal income tax out of it. That's 100% going to you. You pay yourself folks and then pay your taxes later. Okay, number five is rolling unused money to something else. So I love um, I love reading books. I used to love reading handbooks. And when I was working at UPS on the road, I loved that job. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to still read my books while I'm still on the road? I found auto books. Auto books are so great. So. What saved me was that I got a subscription for auto books because before what I would do is get my books. I'll get my books every month. I'll get new books sent to me, at least three or five books. So I switched it to podcasting and auto books. And auto books has been working so great for me. So what I did is reuse those unused money. So if I was the money that I was using to buy books every month, I use it into podcasting or use this to auto books. And then even best, I said, oh, how can I save more money? Not you using auto books. I now go to the library. Libraries have auto books. So at my local library for free, I could get the same books that I was getting on, on uh, Amazon for free. And then I would use those money and I started saving those money. So it was like, you know, every subscription every month was 13, let's say 14.99. 14.99 every month, I just put it away. You know, I won't use it. I just put that 14.99 in the envelope. And next month, 14.99 to accumulate so close to $100. And that $100 was like a little gift for myself. I put it towards to use it to something more profitable or using it to invest in something that would give me a better return. Because remember, I was I wasn't working, so I had to become skillful on how I use my money. So I would be able to invest it in some kind of stocks or some investments like ground floor investment, which yields more than fifteen to twenty percent on returns. So those using your money, like rollover unused money, will really help you. Okay. 
Then, number six, please, I don't want to offend anyone, but I love when the, the instructor says, if you're lazy, lazy in one thing, you're lazy in everything. So I I just said this, I just came up with it, boy. it was like, a lazy cow is a lazy fool. If you're a lazy cow, like, if thinking about, think about a cow. A cow just eats, wake up, sleep, and walk around. If you are lazy in one thing, you're lazy in every aspect of your life. So if you're lazy in, in really taking the time to read, to improve yourself, self-development, taking the time to build relationships, if you're lazy to talk or communicate, if you're lazy to say to myself, I'll do it tomorrow. Once you make that excuse, you are really fooling yourself. You are not helping nobody else but you. You are just messing your life. You're, like, you're, you're, just, you're just being lazy just to get out of that comfort zone. You're becoming comfortable. So it's like when you say, to, oh, I'm lazy. I need to put on makeup to just do a video or that, that you know what? It's just like, I don't have the time. I need to sleep all day. Or you started doing busy, busy work instead of doing productive or priority work. You are really, really just, you're just, you're just killing time. You are taking stuff away from you. Also, let's say, for example, someone wants to lose weight and they, they're focused on working out, but they're not focused on planning their meal. Because they're so lazy to take the time an hour before the hour night to plan out their food or make their food out or display their food, plan out how what they're gonna eat for the whole week, they end up going back to eating the wrong food because you didn't plan it. You you just you, you just became lazy in taking care of the one thing that you need to do to be successful. That's what it is. So I call it lazy cow is a lazy fool. Because you're really being lazy for the things that you need to do. And you're fooling yourself. You're not fooling anybody else but you. So you have to get out of your comfort zone and know that you could do this. That you need to stop being where you are. You need to stop holding yourself. You need to stop fooling who yourself that, okay, I can't do this and, and making excuses. Okay? Number seven stream of income look there are many ways to make money nowadays yes nothing's gonna happen overnight i'm a believer in that nothing's gonna happen overnight it's gonna take you putting in some work it's gonna take you uh, making some adoptions and changes and doing certain things for money to start flowing into your account but once you set it up things flow and it might take six months nine months a lot of experts or guru will tell you oh do this and do that then do this and their money will start rolling in everybody has their own timing okay everybody has their own time but streams of income is doing five different you know having a system in place pretty much let me say that they having a system in place so let's say an example you are knows uh let me use me let me use me <laughs> um i'm an accounting by trade so i deal with numbers um, I love finance. I love numbers. Um, so I'm going into real estate because I know numbers. I'm pivoting into real estate. So helping people about finding finances or learning about finances, ways to be able to 
obtain money or to be able to purchase their home, it's a different avenue that I could use to be able to create a stream of income. I also coach other women. I coach women about their finances, how to keep their budget, how to clear their debt, how to be able to save up, to be able to purchase their own folks' home. So if you're someone, a woman that's saying to themselves, I've been renting for a long time, I want to purchase my home. There's so many resources out there. There's so many ways for you to purchase your home. And you say to yourself, I don't have the down payment. How about we start with a plan? Let's work out a three to four month, three to six months, a three to nine months, a three to a year plan for you to have that down payment or the closing payment. So this way you could be able to have you your own dream home because a source of a home is equity. Okay. And you could use that equity at, at down, down the road. And it's long-term income. It's another stream of income for you. For example, that, that mom, that single mom, could buy a duplex, a multi-family home, and rent out the other side of it and be able to be able to get income in. So she doesn't have to work as much, working two or three jobs, trying to maintain a home. So if you just have a stream of income, other ways to be able to have income coming in, coaching, volunteering, consulting, blogging, you're already using your skill set to do what you love doing. You're doing it already, but you're getting paid different kind of ways from it. You will have income coming in. Create a little guide and sell it for a dollar, five dollars. You will see more return in that. Okay? So those were the seven steps. You have questions. I would love to hear from you. Thank you for coming to my podcast. I love hearing from you. Please leave me a DM. If you have messages, please leave me a message. I would love to hear from you and see how you guys are doing. If you have need financial help, if you need some kind of um, real estate to be able to get a real estate financial tips, you want advice, leave me a message. I would love to hear from you. Once again, it's your girl, Anita. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. Till next time.